catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, July 29th. I'm Matthew Bell, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A U.S. Senate hopeful in Pennsylvania, with ties to the state of Florida, is facing legal issues after confronting a group of people in the parking lot of his apartment. Everett Stern attended Florida Atlantic University in 2008 and earned a bachelor's degree in social science. He then earned a MBA in 2010 from Stetson University in Tampa. I interviewed WFT's Bryce Sheely, who had more with the story. Here's Bryce. My piece goes into a, uh, a U.S. Senate candidate named Everett Stern. Uh, he is going for the U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania, challenging the Republican nominee, Mehmet Oz, and the Democratic nominee, uh, John Fetterman, both of whom are fighting each other over Pat Toomey's seat, who was the incumbent senator who decided not to run. And essentially, the story just goes into a police affidavit from Pennsylvania's Chester County, um, alleging that uh, Everett Stern had um, used flashing strobe lights analogous to what a police car would use to pull over someone in his apartment's parking garage. And after a quick exchange, he left the scene and he was later arrested based on the evidence that he provided, as well as the evidence that the witnesses provided to, uh, that were at the scene. And uh, Stern is dealing with some legal issues in the state of Florida. Could you elaborate a little bit on those? He is. So he currently he has two defamation suits filed against him, one in Orlando and one in Miami. The one in Orlando comes from the former uh, former National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn, who was the National Security Advisor under Trump. And essentially, that lawsuit goes into Flynn filing a defamation suit against Stern, alleging that Stern had called Flynn a traitor and said that he was helming a uh, domestic terrorist organization engaged in sedition. And uh, Flynn put the punitive damages that Stern caused to his reputation at $250 million. Uh, and the other lawsuit, which is happening in Miami, comes from Grenada's ambassador to Russia, um, Oleg Fire, And he was alleging that Stern was trying to tie him to Vladimir Putin, saying that he was a Russian intelligence asset, saying that he was a Russian spy, um, both of which uh, Stern has disputed. But as it stands now, he's got a lot of legal trouble um, just in the state of Florida alone, not including anything that he has going on in Pennsylvania right now. Did you come across anything of note when you were investigating a Tactical Rabbit, the intelligence firm owned by Stern? So what in what interested me about Tactical Rabbit was that a lot of the uh, a lot of the funding that Stern has for his campaign is coming from Tactical Rabbit, which is his own company. Um, looking at some of the financial records for his campaign, we can see that he himself has loaned through his company, uh, Tactical Rabbit, to his his campaign. Things like um, virtual office space and um, campaign security. He's loaned. Uh, of his own money, as well as money from his company, close to about $90,000. But besides that, uh, Tactical Rabbit was kind of more of a smaller piece to the whole story. Um, and it was more of a, it was more kind of getting a glimpse at the business that he was running and seeing how that all tied into what was going on right now. And a lot of the Tactical Rabbit, the instances of Tactical Rabbit had to do with these lawsuits as well, where uh, Stern was using uh, his position in Tactical Rabbit, the the assets he had in that company, to go after Flynn and the uh, 
Grenada's ambassador to Russia using information that he says he found through the company to label Flynn a traitor and to label the ambassador for Russia uh, as a Russian spy. Is Stern running against any other independents in the Pennsylvania Senate race? Um, so he's sort of a, a long shot candidate as it stands now, as no independent in Pennsylvania has ever won a seat in the U.S. Senate. And uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I just thought it was a, a really interesting story to work on. It took a, took a really long time to get all the pieces together. But once it all came together, it uh, it really worked out well. And it was definitely a balancing act for me to try to be as impartial as possible to all parties to make sure that Stern's side was heard, that the uh, witnesses' sides were heard, that the people he was accusing were heard, and the people that he was being accused by were heard. That, that balancing act was, it was difficult, but it was fun to pull off. That was WFT's Bryce Sheely, covering a U.S. Senate hopeful with ties to Florida running into legal issues in Pennsylvania. Stern, who faces a $1,500 bond, faces four summary counts each of harassment and disorderly conduct and a single misdemeanor charge of impersonating a public servant. Now, let's get you caught up on today's top headlines. According to this month's Southeast Climate Monthly webinar, the state experienced above-normal temperatures in July and may possibly continue to feel those hot temperatures through October. In the past month, the majority of Florida experienced higher-than-normal temperatures. Only the area around Lake Okeechobee and sections of the Panhandle experienced closer to normal temperatures. The state also experienced a marked difference in precipitation between June and July. In June, north and central Florida experienced below normal precipitation, whereas south Florida received above average precipitation. In July, the trend reversed. South Florida and the Treasure Coast experienced below average precipitation, while most of the rest of the state experienced average or higher than average precipitation. The Miami-Dade School Board has reversed a decision from last week on two health and sexual education books for use in middle and high schools. Politico reports that the board voted 5-4 to four to toss out two health textbooks last week after residents opposed to sex ed instruction successfully challenged the materials. An online petition calling for the approval of the textbooks gained more than 2,000 signatures leading up to the school board's reversal. The nation's largest producer of fertilizer is delaying plans to mine some 18,000 acres in DeSoto County until at least 2025. County commissioners in DeSoto rejected rezoning of company Mosaic's mine in 2018, but the company appealed the decision. A judge also agreed Mosaic could bring back the request as early as January. DeSoto is not the only county involved with plans for the mine. An official with the Hilar Harbor Group in Charlotte County has voiced their concern, reports WUSF. Charlotte County is located downstream from the mine's proposed location, a tributary of the Peace River. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Matthew Bell, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great weekend.